The following program is sponsored by Michael W. Smith. The views expressed on the following program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. Arizona. This is Brother Mike. I'm back on the radio. Welcome to HardcoreChristianity.com. Thanks for tuning in. You are about to listen to the nastiest Christian radio broadcast in the entire country. You're going to get the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, and we don't care who likes it. Period. Thanks for tuning in. Today's Bible study, The False Prophet, is almost here. Call somebody and tell them the radio program's on, if you would. A lot of good information today about what's coming in the very near future. This is Brother Mike. I'm the professional counselor at the Arizona Deliverance Center. We're downtown on 15th Avenue, just south of Osborne Road. It's the Red Brick Building. If you look on the website, hardcorechristianity.com, you'll see all of our ministry services. If you send me an email, mike at hardcorechristianity.com, I'll send you all the information about our ministry services. I'll also send you a religious exemption to use for the next vaccine hoax and the miracle list, a step-by-step guide to healing and deliverance that works 100% of the time. I'll send it to you. Send it to me, Mike, at HardcoreChristianity.com. We have a children's deliverance service in June. We have a women's seminar, Healing and Deliverance, in September coming up. I have a monthly teaching class on deliverance and healing the fourth Saturday of every month at noon. Please hit the PayPal button again and send us a donation as you have for the last 20 years. Thanks to KXXT Christian Radio for putting up with me that long. That's amazing, 20 years. And remember, I have a Sunday morning podcast live, 9 a.m. Pacific time. Just go to twitch.tv. Put in uh, H-C-C-A-D-C. And you're there. And you're there. Remember our Thursday and Friday night live services, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Please remember our Zoom services, Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific. Tuesday, the ladies' Zoom, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Send me an email. I'll send you the code and the password. The false prophet is coming. He's only a few years away now. I think the guy is probably in junior high right now somewhere in the world. Uh, Virtually no information is given about the false prophet in the Bible, Old or New Testament. A lot of information is given about the Antichrist. We know he comes from the Middle East. There's all kinds of information about the kind of person he is, what what he's going to do when he gets there. But very little about the false prophet. We don't even know where he comes from. We don't even know if he's Jewish. Nothing. We know nothing. But in Revelation 13... Uh, The great apostle John reveals both the Antichrist and the false prophet. And I wanted to to take some bullet points with you uh, about the false prophet so you will know uh, some things about him. And if you miss the rapture, you're going to need to recognize who he is and what he is so you can survive. First thing we know about him from Revelation 13 is that he will be a human being and a male. He will be a male and the Greek word uh, is alos. Alos means another of a similar kind or quality. And in this uh, chapter, he says, another beast. 
arose, another beast, meaning similar to the first beast, which is the Antichrist. This is the second beast, the false prophet, the most powerful spiritual person in the history of the United States. This guy's more powerful than Nimrod. Personal pronouns are used for the Antichrist and the false prophet in Revelation chapter 13, meaning that they are human beings and they are males. Number two, the uh, false prophet comes out of the earth, which is basically the same as where the um, Antichrist come from. He came out of the sea, but that means those are simply terms used to describe humanity, the different forms of humanity. Uh, he's not going to be a resurrected person or a demon or a fallen angel or anything like that. Number three, he comes, he arises to power after the first beast, the Antichrist, arises to power in the middle of the tribulation, which would be three and a half years in. Number four, he comes like a lamb. He comes gentle and loving. He is likable, gentle, and loving. He appears to be a nice person, but the Bible says, verse 11 in Revelation 13, he speaks like a dragon. He comes in like a sheep, but he's wearing sheep's clothing. He is a ravenous wolf. Number five, it says he will exercise all the authority of the first beast or the Antichrist before him. That means that he's getting his power directly from Satan, just as the Antichrist is, and he will have authority from Satan to exercise that supernatural power. One of the, one of the things he's uh, exercising is he, he can actually cause fire to come out of heaven and deceive the people. It's quite remarkable. Number six, he will cause all the people on the earth to worship the first beast. And this is the purpose of the mark of the beast. It is to get people to worship the beast. That, that's why it's so dangerous if you take the mark of the beast during the tribulation because you can't buy or sell. You will have no food. You'll have no way to support yourself if you do not worship the beast and worship Satan. Okay? You can see all across the United States of America there are small little groups popping up here and there. Satan worshipers. Satan groups. There's two types of Satan satanic people and both types are popping up here and there around the country it's just started the incident in boston was a perfect example of it but the goal is to get people to worship satan and worship the beast the false prophet's not trying to get him to worship him he's trying to deflect it all toward the antichrist number seven the Bible says specifically he will be able to perform great miracles, calling down fire, as I mentioned, counterfeiting the works of God. It's absolutely amazing. It looks like he's an expert on AI as well because he causes a statue of the beast to come alive. So he's using some form of deep fake or AI to perform that, what appears to be a miracle. Number eight, he's going to deceive the people through those miracles. 
and he will perform most of the miracles in the presence or in, in, in near proximity to the beast. That's in verse 14 of chapter 13. It's also in cha- verse 20 in chapter 19 in Revelation. Number nine, he will cause people to make an image of the first beast to be worshipped, and then he causes that thing to come alive. He makes it come alive, which to me is a perfect example of a deep fake. They have them now, as you well know. They can create a person, literally, digitally, and they can cause that person to talk, and it sounds exactly like the person. And when you watch it, it appears to be the person. And these deep fakes are so powerful and so accurate now that you can't tell the difference between a deep fake and the real person. Anything you see on social media or in the nightly news needs to be red flagged as suspect because so so much of it, virtually all of it, is disinformation, misinformation, and manipulation. He will cause this image of the beast to appear to be alive. It will appear to have a spirit. And it will do personal acts. And the people will once again be deceived by this person who's able to call fire out of heaven and who's able to replicate some of the miracles of God and people will fall for this lock, stock, and barrel. And you can easily see it because in our society now where you've got wokeism, Wokeism is the dumbest thing anybody's ever seen or heard, and it requires no common sense to believe. None of it makes any sense whatsoever. None of it has any common sense. Of course, men are not able to menstruate and have children, but in their world, in this world of delusion, it is all perfectly normal to them. This thing is real. And you can see how easily people are being deceived. And the Bible speaks of the great delusion that occurs during the tribulation. That This is exactly it. The pre-delusion has already started all over the world. Number 11. The image of the beast will appear to be alive and it will be demand the death penalty, and the execution of all those who do not worship the Antichrist. That's where we're headed. Idolatry, the worst sin of all, is what Satan is after during the tribulation. And in order to force you to do it, which is what they did with us with the vaccines, and shutting down businesses, they forced you to obey or you would not be able to take care of yourself. That's exactly what's going to happen during the tribulation. They're going to force you to take a mark in order to be able to eat, buy food, have a bank account, have business transactions, operate and live. You got to eat, you got to drink, you got to have income, you got to work, you need you've got to run your business. And the mark of the beast will require you to worship the Antichrist. If you do not worship the Antichrist, you do not get the mark of the beast and you are cut off and will be unable to support yourself. Your bank account will be frozen. Your money will be taken. Your food, you will not be able to buy food because you don't have the mark 
of the beast in your right hand or scanned over your forehead for facial recognition software to pick up. Number 13, he will make a law that no one can buy or sell if you do not worship the Antichrist and you do not take the mark of the beast. Number 14, he will be equal to the first beast, the Antichrist, in sending demon spirits working throughout the world to bring everybody to Armageddon for the last and final slaughter, the return of Christ. And lastly, he and the Antichrist will both be taken and thrown alive into the lake of fire, Revelation 19.20, and a thousand years later, after the reign of peace is over, they will still be in the lake of fire, Revelation 20, verse 10. The destiny of the Antichrist and the false prophet are the lake of fire and all those who have rejected Christ throughout the ages and they will never get out. The views expressed on this program are those of the host and not necessarily those of staff, management, or ownership. This program was sponsored by Michael W. Smith.